a woman from Germany living here in Dubai for four years. She's got a little girl, toddler, daughter called Mina. Pamela, welcome Pamela Strike. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Thank you very much for the invitation. And uh, whilst you arrived here in the UAE, uh, you thought you'd go and learn a little bit about sewing. And as a result, you've gone on to practice, learn even more. And now you're designing and creating children's clothes. Yeah, really. I never, I never thought so myself. You know, I worked in human resources before, around 10 years. But I always wanted to be creative I, I love to create by my own so yeah when Mina was around six months old um, a nice mommy on the German mom's Facebook page offered sewing classes where I could brought her which was basically very convenient for me to bring her and learn something new which I always wanted to do so yeah I got really excited to sew my first skirt <laughs> ah yes so yeah beautiful and afterwards I came home and I told my husband yeah let's buy a sewing machine And you've got Pumpini. We're going to find out what Pumpini means in a little while and more of your story. And I think, you know, Pamela's not alone. I think for many women who come to the UAE with their husbands, maybe they leave their career behind, maybe because you're bringing up small children. You look and take advantage of where you're at in your life and think, what can I do? What can I learn that's new? What can I do? Uh, So if that's you, let us know what you chose to do, what you've learned and how you've used that knowledge here in the Emirates. Joining us at table is Kavita Rajashaka. Shaker, Roger Shaker, there you go. Uh, originally from Bangalore, been in the UAE for 11 years. Um, you've got a 12 year old boy, you're here with your husband, and you've been giving courses at the Dubai Writers Center. Tell us a little bit about that. Thank you very much for having me over. Um, okay, the courses uh, at, uh, at the Dubai Writers Center are actually meant for people aspiring to, to sort of get into any form of writing. So I really thought that, uh, you know, since I had a skill, I loved writing and that's what I did uh, for a living, it would be good to to share what I'd learned. So I I went to the center, I spoke to the management and proposed um, that I could I could run workshops and they gladly accepted. Um, so I've, I did one course on creativity and passion and uh, developed a, a five-part series on structured writing and we're uh, at the fifth uh, week at the moment. That's fantastic. And uh, who's attending? I have a mix of ladies. Um, so there are uh, working women who are sort of in the media field um, who want to hone their writing skills. I have a couple of students just out of college or, or on their way to getting out. So they want to listen in uh, to professionals who've been in the field. So it's it's a really mixed group uh, of women. And it's been quite interesting because I've got uh, starting from 17 um, years to to say upwards of uh, 30 plus who are attending the classes and you come from a media background you've worked as a journalist you also have a consulting firm you've done a lot but and you've worked with tech companies but with this course and the courses you're running at the Dubai Writers Center you're doing it for free right I am yes Um, I didn't think it was uh, important to bring the charge element in because I wanted to focus on on giving something back to people who are interested Um, Primarily because when I was uh, starting out, um, I always wished that I had people who could help me out uh, without expecting money in return. So I consciously chose not to charge for it. And uh, the center was kind enough uh, as well to not charge uh, the students. So I think it just worked out very well. 
Sounds good to me. Let's find out what brought you to the UAE. Pamela, you're, you were saying that you had a career before you came to the Emirates. So you came with your husband. Yes, my husband is on a delegation. We both work for Siemens. So, yeah, I, I resigned. So for me, it was like just going with him in a foreign country and start a, uh, our new marriage life. We just got married before we came here. Yeah, but after two months, you know, you discovered a lot here in Dubai. So I also applied at Siemens here. And yeah, I had the opportunity to work as HR team lead and um, in human resources. I, I really liked it. I, I liked the diversity. Um, I had a team of seven people, Indian, German, Russian. So it was completely new for me to have everything in English, to have the culture mix. So yeah, and how did you take that on? Because you know, it, it's I guess it's a familiar story for people living in the UAE, wherever they've come from. You're now in possibly in a more diverse environment, but you certainly will have more perhaps issues with language uh, than in home country. You may come from a diverse country like the UK, but it's still maybe there's more challenges with uh, with language here. Oh yeah, it uh, took me around two months. You know, my best friend was Leo. It's a translation. <laughs> Is it? tool you know it was my first managing experience you have employees the first time you need to speak a different language so I also wanted to to make it good to make it that they understand what I mean what I want and yeah I learned a lot because they helped me also a lot I I asked for their feedback so whenever I did a mistake I was happy when somebody told me Pamela please say it in this way or use this phrase whatever so this was really helpful and also you learn then I think it took me around three months to see the differences between a Filipino working between an India working how they want me to manage them mm. you know smiley <laughs> smiley person versus probably somebody who is um, not going out of himself so yeah, three months, and that's then it was fine with me. You've been here, Kavita, uh, 11 years, so a bit longer than, than Pamela. What brought you to the UAE? I think I just, um, you know, I grew up, I was raised in Bangalore, studied in Bangalore, lived in Bangalore. It was just an overdose of, of home, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, it, I mean, and I mean this in the nicest way po possibly, you know, we just... Uh, I needed a break from parental love and... Uh, um, all of that, yes, just too much of home. So I thought it would be interesting um, to try a new place. But I didn't want to be too far. Um, so I thought Dubai would be good because uh, there were jobs and um, and media jobs were going and I got a job really quickly. So I moved with the job to Dubai. What did you do when you first came here? I joined uh, CPI, the publishing house CPI, as one of the editors for their technology magazines. And I stayed in CPI for eight years um, till I left to start my own business. So at the end of uh, my eight-year term, I was uh, sort of overseeing their technology publications as a group uh, managing editor. And uh, I was also sort of uh, laying the foundation for a sort of a bespoke um, a division. So that's... Uh, that was my eight years of, with CPI. And did you plan to, did you have a plan when you came to the UAE, how long you were going to be here? No, I, I had a lot of friends who, who were here anyway, and um, I didn't have a plan. So I thought if it, if it works out and I like the place, I would just stay. And I did so far. Do you have a plan now? I don't plan to leave. <laughs> so that's just 
just the best way to put it <laughs> fair enough Pamela do you have a plan you and your husband yeah, actually you know this um, delegation contract for said three years now we are on our fourth years already so at the moment it's a decision period for us if we extend another two years or go home Basically, I would say 80% we stay here. You get used to that life. I have now also a lot of mommy friends and non-mommy friends. Um, I really appreciate... I I like their support as well. They they helped me a lot to, to grow my business. Um, yeah, minimum one trouser each bought <laughs> already. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would like that we stay here. And I think my husband... Um, thinks the same way and for me now I love the nursery too you know <laughs> she feels so comfortable here well that's really important isn't it as a yeah. you know both of you are raising children here in the UAE and that's going to be a big indicator a significant part of your decision making as mm -hmm. to where you see yourselves over the coming years both of you learning and uh, and within your case Kavita teaching and that's the theme this morning and Amal's texting to say I've been here for 18 years and help people understand the 203 different nationalities residing here. The programs I run include Culture Shock and how to not only survive but thrive in the UAE. Amal, that sounds fantastic. Uh, we'll talk more about that actually. How to survive no, not only survive, but thrive in the UAE. One of our listeners is texting and asking you, Kavita, who inspired you to write? I um I always loved writing. So even when I was a child, I would, uh, you know, read uh, a lot of Enid Blyton and I would be uh, sort of uh, uh, think that was so amazing that you could create these stories. So I, I always wanted to write. So uh, I wouldn't say I had uh, inspiration that came from one source or a person, but uh, I had a very imaginative mind. So I found that I could I could put it down in words very easily. But uh, yes, so as I uh, grew, I sort of uh, looked at people around me. So I would write about women or emotions or anything, actually, that would that would make um, something interesting as a story. Um, so, yeah, my inspiration came from everywhere, really, not not a single person. And did you find it easy to transfer that sort of style of writing to journalistic writing? Yes, I, I did study journalism when I went into college. So they, they taught me to sort of, uh, you know, condense that, um, channel that writing energy into, into sort of professional writing and also creative writing. And uh, funnily enough, I got into a newspaper after that. And um, so on one side, I was doing very serious business reporting. And um, at home, I would write uh, poetry or, or stories. So... I could manage the two, yes. You just love writing. Fantastic. Well, there you are. You're at the Dubai Writers' Centre. That's just one place here in the UAE offering courses in writing. But there are many, many courses here in the Emirates on lots of, for lots of different activities, lots of different skills. Pamela, what drew you to that sewing course? It was a one-day course. It was a one-day course, yeah. And I, I really loved the idea of Agnes Chris is her name. She's a designer of London. Um... Yeah, it was the opportunity to bring Mina with me, you know. I didn't have somebody looking for her. So I, I went there. It was a two-week course, each two hours. And yeah, afterward, I had my skirt. And afterwards, I had my sewing machine. So yeah, I'm really thankful for the tips and tricks she showed. She was 
really a nice host. She was so easy in showing us the the basic steps you need to th- thread in. Um, Had you done much sewing before? No, nothing. Really? Nothing at all. <laughs> she was basically next to me. I was shivering when I <laughs> put my foot on the on the paddle and I started. She said, come down, relax. You will do it. You will manage it. Yeah. And then I were at home and I googled a lot. I looked in the internet for nice patterns. So yeah, I printed a nice skirt pattern for my for my daughter. And the next day I sew it. It took me four to five hours. Yeah, for sure. It was my my basically first um, tour on my own. But afterwards, yeah, I didn't wanna I didn't want to stop. So yeah, you've heard of that better machines. There are called overlock machines, which have this. Um, seams inside inside the clothes you normally buy in a store so the next step was within a month i bought this machine yeah and then i went ahead you were hooked literally hooked on sewing and uh and and i think it's fantastic that you know you're a young modern woman you're a career woman you you leave work to bring you know have your child have your daughter raise your daughter and you're drawn to something because you can take your daughter with you that was initially Mm -hmm. did you have any idea when you went for that course and you thought that's something i can do yeah i'll learn something i might meet other people it's something i can take my daughter to did you have any idea or any thoughts then that you might make this into a business no it just came when I first ordered my fabric it was around Christmas Um, well and Mina started crawling by this time and yeah (laughs) at the first mummy I bought her dresses I suit skirts but then I saw it's much it's nothing for her it's totally uncomfortable so that's why I sew her first trouser that's how Pampini comes in place. So in January, I discussed with a lot of friends of mine um, what uh, what they think about the opinion, you know, get their feedback on, on trousers, comfortable trousers for kids, looking on the other hand, stylish. I didn't want to have these um, trousers where you can buy in the shop, which are mass produced, which are uncomfortable. So I designed this Pumpy. It's coming from harem pants, basically, which is giving you more space which is very comfortable for the kid you have elastic calves so yeah I just started I did a lot of test patterns all of my friends different ages from newborn to three to four years um, gave me the opportunity to sew trousers and test it on their kids so yeah it went ahead and they encouraged me we had a quick photo shooting with one of my friends in March already and then here it was, my first collection. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, resourceful women. And there you are within your own community, other mums, helping each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, all of that's got to be good. What have you, have you found any challenges? Have you found anything that's been difficult? Not only just in, you know, with Pompini, but for you as a mom living here in the UAE or as opposed to being at home in, in, your, in Germany? Basically, in the beginning, when I was pregnant, I I was afraid that um, I would not make friends when Mina is born. But it turned out to be completely different. It's so easy here to find mummies which are on the same level, I would say. Um, yeah, I went to a German coffee morning 
and I got to learn uh, a lot of nice people there and now it turned out that we have regular meetings every week not only once a week also twice three times a week they're really close friends now after this year our daughters our kids they are growing up together it's so easy and then when I think to Germany my sister she has a daughter only six weeks younger than Mina she also has friends but in the German culture is not so not so easy like it is here to get to know new people and new mummies being the same level like you are <laughs> so yeah you've got you've got, you've got one thing in common for sure is that you're all living away from home country yeah and so and and so there's a sense of having to get out there make an effort reach out connect with people and if mm-hmm. you're meeting other people doing the same thing then that sh- that that only moves you forward doesn't it yeah that brings you together brings yeah. you together and moves you forward and and again that idea that and and we'll you know we'll bring in Kavita on this when we come back you know you've been here 11 years I'd be interested to see how that journey has been for you as a working mom uh but yeah I think it's also about when you just look around you and see what's close to you and be resourceful sometimes we're always looking for something way way out of reach actually what's around me how can I turn that around how can I make this work for me Kavita um, somebody's asking here quite insistently actually please ask Kavita how do you think of your poem names or perhaps the stories the themes of your poems Okay, um, I don't get stuck with the, the name of the poem before the poem writes itself. So uh, for anybody who's writing, I think you shouldn't start with the title. You start with the emotion or, or the message that you want to give. So I write about anything uh, that interests me. I have normally a theme that I follow. So my recent book was uh, Poetry for Women. So it documented different emotions, questions we may have, um, situations in life. And each poem, um, you know, would, would, would have a key idea um, or a key imagery. And I would then come up with the title uh, of the poem once I've written it out. Um, so advice, don't get stuck with the title. Um, look at the purpose, the meaning and what you're trying to say. So that's how I, I work it through. So. And how does it compare writing poetry to other forms of writing in the sense of, you know, structure and rewrites and that kind of thing. Is it more spontaneous or do you have a sense of that structure and the lines that are going to follow? No, it's very, it's a very spontaneous process for me. And sometimes I've written poems on my poem, uh, on my phone, really, um, if I felt something was very strong. So uh, for me personally, I, I get an idea and it kind of keeps coming back to me um, till I write it. So it's it's a very spontaneous process. I don't uh, pre-think or pre-plan. So as a structure, it's quite loose and free um, as compared to doing more professional uh, sort of work. But uh, yes, it, uh, I don't rewrite extensively, but I do edit a little bit. Um, and of course, when I did the book, I worked through with my editor and publisher who, who helped me refine it uh, and cut it down because it tends to be too long sometimes. But um, it has to be a spontaneous process if it's creative. Um, you, you don't know when you're going to get that idea and what you want to write about. But you know you, you just want to write it. Well, we're going to post some of your poems up on our blog post this morning, uh, along with details of how to connect with Kavita and with Pamela with Pompini and uh, the work she's doing there, making these beautiful children's trousers and clothes. Uh, well, I asked Pamela this earlier, but for you, Kavita, what's you know you've been here eleven years, you've brought up your little boy. Uh, any challenges? What are the would you say been the challenges for you? 
I think when I when I came here, the work ethic um, that I pursued or followed uh, back in India was way different uh, from what it was here. And 11 years back, um, let's say the publishing or the magazine uh, market wasn't highly structured. So I came in expecting to be reporting into to very senior people, very seasoned people. Um, but it wasn't the case. Everybody was sort of here uh, trying to make a life, uh, you know, more at my level, maybe slightly senior, but um, so that was a challenge for me. So I didn't know whether I was I should follow the processes that I had picked up uh, when I worked back in India, or or should I just uh, blend into what I've seen here. Um, so that was a challenge. Two, is I think I, I think, think many uh, people can feel like that, can't they? And there's a sense of things may be operating different across industries, across fields. Things might, and you must have got this when you were working in HR, how, mm -hmm. you know, things are operating differently and it could feel like it's not as professional sometimes or it may be the processes aren't as good as they could be and there's this fear that your your standards are going are going to drop. And yes. It, it, and so how did you manage that? I sort of um, sat down and focused on what were the good things that I'd learned. So uh, when, when I was in India, I was very process-oriented. I would uh, make sure I worked really hard and I was had to be very competitive um, when I came here I, I felt I didn't need to be as competitive but I was so I said I'm not going to lose any of those things so I really worked hard on my stories if I could write a story after meeting one person I said no I should meet three people instead so instead of focusing on you know the competitive sort of way to go about it I channelize that energy to network with people because I felt um, that was more important. So I think in the 11 years, I've, I've built up huge networks of people um, at every level and uh, a network that sort of has trust, that they trust me and I trust them. So I focused really on that. And I found that's something amazing about uh, UAE and working here. People are very accessible. And once they get to know you and they trust you, uh, you really do form a bond, which I felt sometimes is missing when you're in India because there's too many people, too many things, uh, too much of clutter. Mm. So looking back, I think I achieved what I did here in 11 years. It would have taken me easily 30 to do back in India. Yeah, so so a lot of people say this, don't they? You get so maybe faster tracked and access to certain yeah, industry and, and I think if you put in that effort, you have to work uh, doubly hard. But if you put in that effort and don't lose focus, I think it can really give you results because people are so open to new ideas. It's unbelievable sometimes. What does your husband do? He works for Altaya. So he's in the auto business. Mm, mm. So he, yeah. Did you, do, I mean, it's something people have mentioned and, and women have said to me that, and, you know, Pamela, I don't know if you felt this, that, you know, they've felt that they followed their husband here and in some way they lost a bit of their identity. You know, maybe they had a career and work before. Now you were working here. You had a career here. Uh, do you feel that? Have you ever felt that you've lost that sense of, you know, is this helping in the fact that you needed to use your mind? You've got out there and started learning a new skill and now you're turning that into a business. Yes, because in the beginning when we came here, um, it was not easy for me to resign. As she said, um, I also was like working round the clock, <laughs> worked for, for the business at home. And when I came here, I had basically my own. My husband was at work and I need to figure out how, how to plan my day. So I really appreciated the, the, the opportunity which Siemens gave me here also to work in, in HR. And as you said, yes, it was great to have this two years experience where I can say 
at home. I worked abroad. I have this international culture, diversity now within me, which helped me to develop my person, my understandings, and also this team lead experience, which I always wanted. And I thought now when I resign, I won't get it. So yeah, and then I miss definitely the opportunity here that you can work part time. That's why I was so happy to have this idea um, getting started. So now I can manage Mina, plus I can sue myself and sell it. One of my next steps to sell my trousers is on, I don't know if you heard of Little Mushlis. Yes. This is, yeah, the online platform. So I just applied there. At the moment, I'm, I'm trying to set up my, my shop there. I want to to start in September when all the mummies are back from their vacation. And one of my next steps would be then to sell it on the right market too. So uh, yeah, it's just here. I think you can also just do whatever you have in mind. My husband has the backup, the financial backup. And yeah, it gives me the, the freedom to be creative that I don't need to work in another company. Mm. So I really love that I can use now here the opportunity it is an opportunity, isn't yeah. it? What a great position to be in. But interesting, you touched on there that, you know, it, it, maternity leave can be, you know, challenging, not getting enough maternity leave and the fact that it's difficult for women or for people to mm -hmm. work f part time as well. So you've you've navigated your way through that. Uh, have you found that challenging for you, you know, balancing work, you know, balancing family and professional life? It was very difficult because when I came here, the, the baby was uh, eight months old. Um, um, and it was the first time I was away from home. It was, and we we didn't uh, we couldn't afford uh, you know maids or any of that. So it had to be daycare. So it was uh, crazy because I had to work and leave the baby uh, for the whole day um, at the at the daycare. So it was very difficult because when I came home, I had to do everything, uh, manage a, a child who was separated from me for the whole day. But I I think I was very um, hard and and sort of. Um, Focus because I never wanted um, to let go of a career because of motherhood. Um, I my mother was always working. Um, we she runs a business, and um, I always saw that she was very driven. So I didn't think it was necessary for me to to say motherhood needs a, a career sacrifice. But uh, yes, I I really tried hard to 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 manage and balance it. Kavita, with your book, the poetry, uh, the one book that you have done of poetry, which is for Women's Day in India to raise money for children with HIV. How was that? Was it easy to put that together? It was not difficult to put it together because I'd been writing for some time, but I just needed to to get it into order. So um, I, I approached my publisher based in Bangalore. To, uh, she's a writer herself so I asked her if she would do this poetry book because she was running a publishing house and she said let me have a think and she comes back to me a week later to say I'll help you out with it so she actually worked through with me to say these poems we can put this together and then um, sort of make it a book for women and I insisted right from beginning you know when we started talking pricing and all of that that I don't want the money for myself so I wanted to to do something for for a charity so she suggested that we do something for children because it's all about mothers and that motherly uh, affection and love so we um, brought the house of hope in they take care of 105 children uh, based in Trichy in Tamil Nadu um, 
50% of the children have AIDS and the other 50 are siblings of these children. So we decided that all the money raised would go towards that because the children weren't getting enough nutritious food. So we managed to raise over 15,000 dirhams. So the children have fruits and vegetables for the whole year. They got themselves an English teacher and they got themselves a science teacher. Amazing. So Amazing. That's what we did. Both of you, women, resourceful, you know, using your time well, you're family women, you've got children, you're professional women, and it's really, really great to see you and what you're doing, and it just inspires others, I think. Pamela, you've got a busy summer ahead. You're working towards with Pompini, with more trousers, more clothes for children, and looking to the new season where, you know, obviously online, getting your clothes to be sold online, but also um, to be able to uh, sell them at the markets coming up when when the weather gets cooler mm-hmm. yeah um, well at the moment I'm, I'm preparing the online shop I have um, three product lines I have a so called Classini line which is basically for the newborns till the one and a half year olds I'm offering like lovely newborn sets where you can also attach the matching um, bib or the matching parsifier pane which is really one of the best sellers the nicest thing is that everybody wants to have something individual So on this Classini trouser, the bottom has a different color, which means you can also stitch something very nice on it. For example, for for Mina, when she started running or walking, (laughs) basically walking, actually, (laughs) then um, I put like runaway model on her bottom. So it looks really cute. And the children are going to love that, aren't they? They love it. And the parents also (laughs) love it to to buy it as a special gift for the birth. And also for the older kids, um, I just realized that for sure they love to to be in nice dresses, but most and of also the kids it's bespoke. So yeah. you know, you're not looking like anybody else, which is cool, yeah. really cool. It's great. It's been brilliant talking with you. We've posted up all the information on Pompini and what Pamela's doing and what Kavita's doing with the Dubai Writers Centre and more of about her poetry as well. It's all up on the Dubai Today blog this morning, so check it out. You can also uh, check out our Facebook page, uh, pictures of our all my guests this morning, and um, just to share a couple of messages with you before we go Uh, Catherine says I recently did a presentation in school about culture and others found it very interesting to investigate the differences between different cultures in my school Dubai College we have over 50 nationalities each with their own culture and way of living we need to speak to you Catherine I think that's a great idea and just to share the knowledge as always on Dubai today and uh, I'll leave you with this it's really for you uh, Kavita from your son Pranav, who says, it's me sending in the questions about your poem's names, and I just really want you to tell her that it's her son texting in this morning. (laughs) Thank you, Pranav. (laughs) She'll see you in a little while, Pranav. Uh, Thanks very much to Pamela and to Kavita. Thank you so much.